0: Welcome to Vet Talk, and today we're going to talk with Nicole, who has been a vet tech for ten plus years. So, Nicole, tell us about yourself.
1: Um, I am originally from Philly. I have seven kids, and on the side of being a tech, I have run a candle business from my house. Wow! What are your top three cents? <laughs> Um, at the beach, relax, and probably tranquility. What's your favorite one? (laughs) Um, um, I personally like at the beach because it just reminds me of being on a warm, sunny beach. Which is where you want to be now. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, do you have any pets? Uh, I do. I have a dachshund mix puppy who's 11 weeks old. And he terrorizes my two cats, one of which is four years old, Salem. Um, she's a domestic long hair. And Hondo, who is maybe, I think he's nine months. And he's just your basic tabby.
0: What about your rats?
1: Oh, yeah, my two rats, Min and Remy. I don't know how old they are. <laughs> so why did you become a vet tech? Um, so to be honest, it was kind of like on my last thing that I wanted to do. I originally went to Penn State for psychology and decided, man, this might not be actually the route I want to go on. Um, so then I decided I'll go to photography school and then I got pregnant with my daughter and realized, well, I can't, um, travel the world like I want to. So I will do my next favorite thing, which is work with animals. So here I am. <laughs> Almost 13 years later. <laughs> uh, why do you stay? Um, I really enjoy working with animals. Um, I've always been an animal lover ever since I was a kid. I wanted everything and anything I could get my hands on that had four legs. And you were a shift lead before, yeah? Yes. For se- for seven years.
0: Wow. Tell us about that. Was it worth it? Did you like it? Pros and cons?
1: Um, I liked it. Um, It gave me a sense of, I guess, importance, maybe is the word I want to use. I like, um, I don't want to say I like being in charge, but I like. um, Like planning. Yeah. Like I like planning, organizing, things like that. Um, and it really gave me a sense of like a practice manager, um, job one day. Um, so that was nice. Um, I would say the, the pros are that, you know, if you're looking for, you know, if you're, if you like being able to, um, you know, keep things organized and, you know, things like that. Um, I would say a con is you're, you're really, people really depend on you. Um, and so you have to be approachable and, you know, if you're, if you're just not an approachable person, like to be honest, I wasn't in the beginning of my shift lead career. Um, but you know, once I got older and I, you know, got into it a little bit more, um, you know, you mature a little bit and it just kind of comes with the timing. Yeah. And then you moved from
0: Philly to here. So what was that like, like having to step down and kind of change not only what you were doing in your career, but location as well, coming from one hospital to another?
1: Um, So at first it it was a pretty big change for me because – I'm going to be honest, I'm a control freak. Um, and you know, I take pride in what I do and I think I'm really good at what I do. Um, and you know, at first it was hard, um, because, uh, you know, coming to a new hospital where nobody knows you and nobody knows what, you know, you're capable of. Um, so that was a little bit difficult, but again, you know, once time had gone on for a while, you know, um, you know, you just show, you know, what you're capable of. And, um, yeah, it was, and I mean, you know, being, um, the shift leads that we do have at our hospital, um, they're not like, they are approachable, right? So, um, you know, if there was ever an issue, they would, you know, you could go to them and say, Hey, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, things would be taken care of. And, you know, it's easy to work with people who are approachable when you are transitioning. How do you deal with burnout? Um, I think it's really good to have a good support system. Um, You know, being a, being a mom and a wife and working, um, it can definitely take its toll. Uh, but I think if you have a good partner, um, it's easy to go home and de-stress and just kind of let the emotions and everything else of the day kind of just fall off your shoulders. So I think it's it's good to have a good support system, whether it be family, friends, hobbies—you know—something that will de-stress you at the end of a busy, stressful day. How do you stay cool at work? <laughs> An air conditioner. <laughs> bravo. Thank bravo. you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: You remember when we had to have those two cool ones? Oh yeah, the big giant we one. Not staying cool at work? <laughs> so aside from your amazing jokes, thank you. How do you, you know, keep it pushing.
1: (laughs) Um, again, I think it goes to having a good support system at work. Um, you know, you go to work, not specifically to make friends, but if it happens, then that's great. Um, and I think having somebody at work that you can, you know, depend on that you can go to when things are getting too hard for you, or if you have a question or a difficult client, um, you know, I think uh, uh, somebody like that at work is, you know, very important to have. What about grumpy clients? How do you deal with them? Um, honestly, and, you know, this is going to sound cheesy, but I literally talk to them how I would want to be treated if it was, you know, if there was something wrong with my pet. Um, you know, we do have those... Some clients that, you know, they wait till the last minute for things. Medication. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, they they really are just human. And, you know, it is frustrating sometimes. But um, I think at the end of the day, they're just worried about their, their pet. Yeah. So I just take it one smile at a time. <laughs> they always say service with a smile. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Um, so you talk about a lot about support. What about coworkers? What if you don't have the best support? What if, uh, a decent amount of your coworkers, you know, just
1: aren't the bee's knees? Um, hmm. (laughs) that is a tough one because honestly, at all of the hospitals I've ever worked at, um, I've always had at least one, uh, person that, you know, was supportive. And if I didn't, again, I would you know step outside and um so yeah so i would like step outside now this was years ago i'd have a cigarette calm myself down maybe make a phone call to my mom you know have her talk me off a bridge calm me down um but i mean you know it it would be really sad if you didn't have any support at all um but then again i think you know, you have to have some sort of hobby or something that will kind of relieve your stress. That's how I deal with it anyway. Hobbies, my children, you know, I pull out my phone, I look at a picture of them and I go, okay, it's all for them. (laughs) What about any advice for new techs? For new techs? Um, I would say make sure your heart is in it. Um, we, we do not go into this career for the money. It's just not, it, it is not something that is there for us. Um, you know, I can probably speak for a lot of texts, maybe not all, but some, um, you know, make sure your heart is in it because if you, if you're not happy at work, it's going to show, um, and then, you know, the people around you are going to suffer. The pets are going to suffer. You're going to get frustrated. And the, the pets that are in your care are going to feed off of that. And it's just not going to be a good working environment. So absolutely, 100%, make sure your heart is in it.
0: You talk a lot about your kids and how they're supportive and they help you get through the day. Is it hard being a tech and a mom, working and
1: a mom, being a nurse and a mom? Um, It definitely has its struggles sometimes, especially with uh, a two-and-a-half-year-old who is very, very mommy-oriented. He is the definition of a mama's boy. So, you know, if it's been a hard day at work um, and I just want to go home and decompress and just kind of, like, put my feet up, I have to remember that there are seven humans at, at home Uh, eight, if you include my husband, um, that depend on me and need me. Um, So, and, you know, they say not to put yourself last because you need to be your best self for your kids and stuff. But, you know, he's not going to feed himself. And, you know, when he wants a mommy hug, I have to be there for him. So I just, you know, power through it.
0: So how do you think any mom can balance
1: work- life and mom life? Um, I think it's important to not fight off more than you can chew. Um, you know, and if you, if you are starting to feel that burnout, that tiredness, that rundown, that mom guilt, um, it's okay to take a break. Um, at the end of the day, whatever company you work for, you're replaceable. Your kids are only kids for so long. And I think, you know, your family and children should always come first. Um, you know, so if you need that break, um, take it, absolutely take that, take that break, take that vacation, you know, whatever you need to do to, um, keep your family and your kids happy, personally. Uh, before we talked about the kids and
0: stuff too. You had also mentioned about your partner being a really good support system. How does being a nurse affect that and the relationship?
1: Um, okay. um, I think, uh, like I said, it's important to have a very good support system um, at home. So I think if, you know, if your partner is understanding that, you know, you are a nurse, um, we, we don't have set hours. At the end of the day, we don't have set hours. Our hours can say eight to five, nine to seven, seven to three. Um, but we may not get out of here until four or five, sometimes even eight o'clock at night. Um, and you know, that can go into bedtimes and dinner and things like that. But, Um, I think if you have a good support system and a good partner, um, that is understanding of that nurse life, um, then, you know, you can, you can run it as a team. You need a teammate. Um, and I was luckily, lucky enough to find one.
0: (laughs) So, 10 years, 13 years. Sorry. <laughs> almost
1: thirteen
0: <yeah. laughs> So 13 years doing this, what are your goals? What do you want to do? Where do you want to see yourself finishing? Tell us about that.
1: So I would like to probably be a shift lead again. Um, maybe, you know, if the cards fold that way, um, if not, then my ultimate goal is to be a practice manager. Um, you know, right now I'm in my thirties. Uh, but I don't think for many more years, I'll be able to do the up and down and wrestle the big dogs and, you know, um, so I think, um, it would be great to be a practice manager. Um, it's actually what I've always wanted to do since I became shift lead many years ago. Um, so yeah, that is my ultimate goal. And I would love to just, you know, have a team of people, who love animals as much as I do and, you know, want to run a business effectively.
0: Well, thank you very, very much for the interview. I hope that anyone thinking about the field or has been in the field as long as Nicole has, or even longer, um, this kind of helps with any thought process that you might be having.
1: So again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You are so welcome, and if you are thinking about it, do it. We need nurses. (laughs) Yes, we do.